Hey folks, round two, the identity series. Here we go. This is part two, and today it's titled Who You Are. Wow, Dan, you are very confident in telling me who I am. Who do you think you are? <laughs> no, no, but seriously, I do have a lot of confidence in saying who you are because this is who I am. And this is what the Bible says we are. This is who the Bible says we are. This is what we are and why we're created. We talked last week, okay, that we were made in God's image. And I mentioned that I had this costume on when I started to seek other things to satisfy me. And it reflected poorly on my relationship with Stacy and other people. Okay? I had this identity that I put on, this costume, this fake costume that I put on. And there was this character that I built for myself where I started to believe that's who I am. It wasn't really me. And again, seeing actors on set get into character was really inspiring to see. But at the same time, the spirit put this on my heart to talk about because the identity problem in the world continues to get worse. It is. You notice there are a lot of crazy things going on right now. And there's a reason for it. Now, we like to bucket ourselves or make ourselves a, a story or a legacy. We love being a legend, right? We want to have this tall tale, but not even a tall tale, a tale about us, a true, amazing tale and story for ages. You know, we talk about people for hundreds and thousands of years, and we want to make that story our story. We want to make a legacy for ourselves. We want to leave a legacy. And God has this, this path that he's created for us to do his will. But sometimes we like to alter that path, don't we? Whether it be a little bit or a lot of it. <laughs> okay? We like to say, no, I'm going to create my own path. I'm going to create my, my destiny. I'm going to create my legendary status. And I'm going to build my story for me and for my children and my children's children and their children and their grandchildren and all these other ancestors. And I'm going to be written about. My face is going to be on like statues or I'm going to be on paintings and all these things, right? Yikes. Okay, here we go. Grab your Bibles if you can. If you have it available, grab it. If it's safe to read, let's, let's read the Bible real quick. We're going to be in 2 Corinthians and it's just one line. So I'm going to read it out loud anyway. This is chapter 5, verse 17, and Paul says this. He says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Now, the word creation here is actually kitesis in Greek, which is a word bake based on the root form kitiso. Why this is important is the word kitesis refers to being formed or created, and kitizo, that root word, means original formation. Essentially, when Christ came and died for us, we have become clean, new, and fresh again back into our original form of how we were created. What was that original form again? Oh yeah, in the image of God. That's how, and, and built for eternal life. Now, for the why portion. Why were we created? Well, each of us has our own role and participation of God's will being done. We all have our own role or multiple roles to participate with God's will to be done. 
But back in the garden, we were created because of the overflow of love from God. Now, we went over this recently, okay? We went over this in a previous episode just a few weeks ago. But God's love is so much, so much, that the overflow of love spilled out and created the universe because he wanted us in his creation to be. And he wanted to show us his glory. He wanted and still wants for us to enjoy his creation every single day and to be fully satisfied and trusting in him, knowing that we have everything we need. That then overflows to other people. And love is supposed to flow out of him through us to each other. And that is harmony. And that shows the glory of God. But God. God defined that love, not us. Where we fell short is when Adam and Eve decided to find truth for themselves, quote-unquote truth, and eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, debate is up if there even was a tree at all, okay? But that's not what's important here. What's important is we try to take things into our own hands, and we try to define ourselves and identify what we believe is good or evil. We decide to walk away from trusting in God altogether. And now we try to define love or define hate. And we honestly don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're talking about. In all that we do, when we sin or orient ourselves away from trusting in God, that's what it ultimately comes down to. Am I trusting in God in this situation or not? Am I orienting a way to put things into my own hands, my own faith? Am I believing that God's will will be done or not? More importantly, do I trust that God's will is best for all people? When we become new creations or or kittesis in Christ, we have now accepted the fact that we have intentionally or unintentionally walked away from trusting in God. We then accept the fact that we need God. We have to go back to the creator. We have to understand that we need the, that, that being that created us and made us in their image. We need to recognize that. We accept that Jesus' death and resurrection is the only way to salvation because something had to die for us orienting away from God, from that creator. We accept the fact that we need to continue to allow God to work in us with His Spirit to bring us back to how and why we were created. Now let's look back at 2 Corinthians 5.17 again, okay? Because this is the verse to meditate on this week. This is what I want for you to meditate on. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Now, has the word creation changed for you here? That word? I mentioned that the root form is back to the original formation. Kitizo, right? Kitesis is what was used here to describe us going back to our original form. We are all new in Christ. The old is dead. That that old self, the self that just doesn't rely on God, the self that is selfish, the self that pays attention to, to self and the flesh, 
and not on God as our creator and Lord and Savior is dead, is gone. It's not just your past self. It's not just like the bad things you did. Oh, yeah, I did so many bad things in the past. You know, it's not just your past self, quote unquote. But it goes down to the deepest of your past, all the way back to Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were created to be eternal. I mentioned this in the last episode. We were created to be eternal. There was not supposed to be death. There was not supposed to be a past self. There was not supposed to be a situation where we'd be like, ah, crap, we need a savior. That was not supposed to be. They were enjoying everything in the garden, but their lack of trust and that urge to seek satisfaction for themselves is what caused them to deviate from their root selves. Those ancestors, quote unquote, instilled this lack of trust in God that we continue to carry on. But we don't have to do that anymore. Just because our ancestors or just because our parents or just because our grandparents or people around us or us just because we all deviated from trusting in God doesn't mean we have to continue to do that. We were created by him, for him. And because of that, we can trust in God fully. That is who you are. Now, if you're a non-believer right now or an atheist or agnostic and you're sitting in here like, what are you talking about? I get it, okay? However, you have the ability today if you are a non-believer, atheist, or agnostic, or whatever you want to identify yourself as right now, if whatever identity you've taken on that you've created for yourself, whatever costume you put on for yourself, if you're not in Christ, you can do that today. You can give your life to Jesus Christ, and now you find your identity. If you've, Even if you're a Christ follower, and you, you're having trouble understanding who you are well guess what once you understand that we have a creator and the creator made us in in his image in their image now we can go back to the deepest form the deepest root and that is an eternal being that is supposed to trust in god and know that god will give us eternal life forever That is our being. That's who you are. You are in Christ now. Because Christ, when he died on the cross and he got resurrected and he conquered death, now there's no more, there's no need to ever die again. Yes, we might pass away on earth, but we have eternal life. That's the difference. That is who you are. You have found your identity forever. Once you accept Jesus Christ and say, Oh, yeah. Oh, I need Jesus. I need to keep trusting in God. Now you found your identity. It is a created being in God's image and fully in Christ. As as Paul mentions many times, he says in Christ. So here's your question. Here you go. Here's the one question. In what ways have you become a new creation in Christ? Christ. So I hope this is starting to really clarify things as to who you are. Because I think we're so confused all the time. You're like, you know, there's somebody recently that I was talking to and they feel so 
insufficient as a as a provider for their family, as a husband. They feel so insufficient. Like they can't even, they, they don't have time to spend with their children or, you know, they, they feel like they're not doing so well with their wife. And I'm like, I totally understand that, right? I understand and so does God. But if you put your identity as I have to be a husband first or I have to put be a, a parent first or I have to be a parent and then a husband or a husband, then a parent and then a, a church goer and then a, a friendly neighbor and then, a, you know, put your comma next to your name of your your job title, or maybe MBA or something's next to your name. Like if you keep putting your faith and your trust and your life into that, into that comma after your name or however you would describe yourself, however you describe yourself in, in the last episode when I asked that question, if you keep doing that, you will run into problems because guess what? Things can go away. Things of this world can go away. If you are going to say, I am a husband first or I'm a, I'm a wife first and that is my identity and all of a sudden, God forbid again, I pray this never happens, your wife or husband go away and for whatever reason that is, now you're not a husband anymore. Now do you have to go seek to become a husband or wife again? Right? There's so many things. That we like to, if you have your business owner, I created this product, I created this thing that is just, this is it. This is where I'm going to put 99.9% of my time and effort and love into and effort and all these things. And then the economy sinks. Nobody wants your product. It's not a great product anymore. It's outdated. You, things happen. You run out of money. You run out of customers. Competitors come. All of a sudden, your business is gone. Now what? Maybe you're a dog owner, and that's how you identity that that's how you identify first. And then, unfortunately, dogs pass away, people pass away, things pass away. But guess what? Things in heaven don't. So that is what we have to remember: that we have to put our identity into something eternal. And I would love to pray over every single one of you. So if you want to take your prayer posture, if it's safe to do so, let's talk to God. Our Father in heaven, thank you for showing us who we are. Thank you for showing us who we are. We are in you. We are you. We are in Christ because Christ came and paid the ultimate price for us, orienting away from you and for sinning and trying to do all things in our own faith and our strength that we can't do. And then he conquered death for us and he, by resurrecting. And, and then now he got glorified by you and he's sitting at your right hand and he is God. You are God. The Holy Spirit is God. You are in full control and we want to go back to you. We want to put our identities back in you. We want to make sure that we are eternal the way you created us to be. And we pray that we can continuously be forgiven for when we forget that and we put our identities and stuff for this world. And we pray that you can continue to keep us away from these things that cause for us to forget that. And we ask all this in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen.